Girl Daily podcast, written by Stephanie Bond, narrated by Tegan Ashton Cohan, produced by Propeller Sound Studios. December 4th, Monday. Thanks for coming in today to give a formal statement, Ms. Culpepper. Detective Jack Terry waved me into a chair in a private room at the precinct. I'm glad to be here to give it, I said wryly. He took a chair opposite me. The assistant DA and a court reporter will be here shortly. Then he smiled. Before we get started, may I say you look better than the last time I saw you? How are you doing? Everyone keeps asking me that, but I'm fine. You've been through a terrible ordeal. Don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it. I'm stronger than I look, detective. That, I believe. Then he scratched his temple. In fact, lately I'm starting to question which gender is the weaker sex. Why did I get the feeling that last statement had a little to do with me, and a lot to do with the Carlotta woman he seemed obsessed with? No question there, detective. Men have always been the weaker sex. He laughed. And today you'll get no argument from me. The mayor wants to give you a special commendation. I frowned. Me? You were the one who took down Vargo. By the way, in case you haven't heard, Vargo died a few hours ago. I can't imagine there will be too many mourners at his grave. He won't be missed. Jack confirmed with a nod. Vargo regained consciousness long enough to give a video statement. The detective wet his lips. He confessed to killing Elena Padilla. She stumbled onto a young woman being held against her will at the dry cleaners and freed her. Vargo followed Elena to her car and made her drive to the parking garage. He said he gave her the chance at an easy life to become some man's kept woman, but she spit in his face. So he killed her. I blinked back horrified tears, then swallowed to compose myself. Why do you need my statement if Vargo won't be prosecuted? The charges will be filed posthumously, and the information could be used to charge his co-conspirators, such as Leela Gladstone. He shifted in his chair. But back to the commendation. I was just doing my job. You were the one who risked your life to help that boy. He gave me a disapproving frown. Which was pretty foolish. By the way. Water under the bridge. How is the young man? I'm sorry, I don't know his name. Toby Hess. He's doing fine and reunited with his parents in North Carolina. That's good news. And there's more where that came from. Penny Essex and Amy Roca were rescued from a hotel in Peachtree City where they were being held against their will along with almost two dozen other teens and... He grunted. Kids who were even younger. I closed my eyes at the unspeakable horrors they must have been subjected to. You'll be happy to know Penny has been reunited with her baby. My heavy heart lifted a bit. She has? In fact, the foster family caring for the baby has agreed to take in Penny too. 
so they can be together. I exhaled. That's wonderful. Well done, Miss Culpepper. But I didn't feel deserving of praise. Far from it. Detective, will you do me a favor? Name it. Make sure that commendation is made out to Elena Padilla. She's the hero here. Not me. Jack considered me for a few seconds. Then he dipped his chin in concession. Hi there. This is Stephanie Bond, author of the Temp Girl Daily Podcast. The drama keeps building, doesn't it? If you're enjoying this story, I hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts to help more people find Temp Girl. Thank you so much. And come back tomorrow for another Can't Miss episode of Temp Girl. Temp Girl.